Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Well, it's Mike. Once again, nothing but the truth. One man's journey to find it. <clears throat> We'll get back to reading uh, Edward Henry's book, The Greatest Lie on Earth, Proof That Our World Is Not a Moving Globe. And, uh, yeah. So we will. Chapter 12, Path of Midlight, the Midnight sun disproves heliocentrism, otherwise once again, this is what I like to call it, the Satan-centertism. Centertism. Satan-centertism. Oh, God, have mercy on us all, in the name of Jesus. Below is a 360-degree panorama time-lapse photo showing the circuit of the sun over the Isle of Lopa in the northern part of Norway between 1900 hours July 21st and 1800 hours July 22nd. The Iolopa is approximately 70 degrees north latitude. The panorama photograph illustrates that in midsummer, north of the Arctic Circle, the sun stays above the horizon for 24 hours of the day. The photo reveals the sun as it makes a complete circle over the head of the photographer and she took one picture every, or excuse me, each hour during a 24-hour period. As you can see, the sun is over a different area of the land at the time of each photograph. The picture was posted on a travel website in order to illustrate the beauty of the midnight sun in the north of Norway. Mm-hmm. Above photograph is different from typical time-lapse photographs where the camera is left stationary. And the time lapse above the photographer circles his camera a full 360 degrees around his position. 
each image of the sun is a separate photo of the sun with the background changing according to the movement of the camera as the photographer panned to shoot the sun once each hour. The photographer has inadvertently proved that the sun circles over a flat earth. How so? The only way the sun would seem to circle the observer on a globular spinning earth would be if the observer was standing directly over the North Pole. Any distance south of the North Pole would create a zigzag back and forth. Where did I decide? Zigzag back and forth the sun pattern in the sky if the earth were spinning and an and orbiting a 93 million mile distant sun, which 93 is a very much an occult number. And uh, who knows, maybe just had a, a brief email exchange with William Ramsey, maybe he could expand more about this occult number, 93. If he joins us on the show, mm. it's been a while since I've interviewed anyone, and it's been a while since I had a set, set uh, or a promoted interview. So I'll let everyone know when he is willing to spend some time with us, and all those who download the show or, or listen, I. I certainly appreciate it. Although, as everyone who knows the sh- about the show and listens to it, that's not what the show's about. It's one man's journey to find the truth, and I'm simply sharing it with you. Although I've met some good good friends along the way, that I am definitely grateful for. By the way, good friends. Um, Donaldson. Hey, uh, if you could think about it, say a prayer for hey, even Donaldson, and uh, say a prayer for uh, Andrew and Viz and his change of life, and Gordo and what he's going through, and Larry and Walt and um, Chris and. Uh, And all the other brothers in Christ that I know. So. An interesting journey, that's for sure. Okay. Once again, we're talking about this. That's the the 93 million mile distance to sun, which is 93. The reason I chose that, obviously, is because 
of the Luciferians that control NASA, and it's a very much a occult number. As purported in the heliocentric model, once again, helio is Apollyon, which is Apollo, which is Satan, so the proper name is Satan-centric model. Yes, that's what I say. That zigzag motion would cause the topography to appear jagged at many of the seams when the photograph strips would be meshed up. Because both the speed and motion of the sun would not be uh, uh, constant relative to the photographer. The panorama photograph was taken above the Arctic Circle from approximately 1,400 miles south of the North Pole and has perfectly matched topography at each scene. That's a very good observation. Thank you, Edward. Below are two stills taken from a video by Rory Cooper demonstrating the proof of a flat Earth. The video illustrates that the only way that a time-lapse series of photographs could depict a perfectly seamless topography is if the sun was circling 360 degrees over the north of the Arctic Circle. Wow. Okay, maybe I should swallow swallow some crow here. Within the boundaries of uh, the flat Earth. Above time-lapse photograph would be impossible if a spinning Earth were orbiting around a distant sun. As is purported to be the case under the Satan-centric model. The above time-lapse photograph of a of the 360-degree circular path of the midnight sun showing a seamless topography proves that the Earth is flat and the sun is circling overhead. <clears throat> we have a couple of the images, 62-63. Image, and I know you can't see this, but we're going to read it anyways. Image showing the position of a cameraman standing south of the North Pole on a spinning Earth with the sun millions of miles away. The midnight sun would be seen by observers to zigzag back and forth over the horizon. And that was image 62. Image 63 image showing the reality of the sun circling 600 excuse me, 360 degrees overhead within the boundaries of a flat Earth. That is what is seen in all time-lapse photographs of the midnight sun north of the Arctic Circle. Thirteen NASA pictures of the spherical Earth. What a joke that is. Many will say the Earth cannot be flat since they 
have seen pictures from the National Aeronautics and Space Administration showing a globular Earth. However, the pictures are all fake. NASA has, in fact, admitted that the famous 2002 blue marble picture of Earth that became the home screen for the 2007 Apple iPhone is a composite. NASA explains, quote, In 2002, NASA scientists and visualizers stitched together strips of brand new data and natural color collected over four months from the moderate resolution imaging spectroradiometer, or the MODIS, instrument aboard Terra. They added a layer of clouds to create this composite blue marble that became one of the most iconic Earth images of the new century when Apple selected it as their default background for the iPhone in 2007. A version of the MODIS blue marble is now used as the base layer in many visualizations of NASA Earth science data. And to quote, Indeed, when examining the blue marble composite, one can see duplicate clouds on its surface, which is a dead giveaway. I've got a picture here that's very quite famous in the flat earth movement. So it's a dead giveaway that it is not truly a photograph from space. And there's got the image of 64, NASA's 2002 blue marble composite of the Earth showing the duplicate clouds, and they have them pointed out. Okay, and uh, they're in squared out, framed, so you can see where the duplicates are. There are very few photos of Earth coming from NASA, and NASA claims are actual photographs from space depicting the globular Earth. One of those pictures is the famous picture allegedly taken by astronauts during the Apollo. Once again, Helios is the same as Apollyon, which is Apollo, which is Satan. They even <clears throat> named the space missions to, or the, the moon missions, the missions to the moon, I should say, after Satan. Isn't that telling? During the Apollo 16 moon mission, below is that picture, which is one of the fakest things I've ever seen in my life. Once you have the eyes to see, it's simply a round window and part of the earth that we live on 
and they just faked it all. There's enough <clears throat> on the YouTube to see how they faked it. And one of the things you can look at is that that this video, a strange thing happened on the way to the moon. Or a funny thing happened on the way to the moon. One of the two. Or maybe it's both. I don't know. And you should find it that way. Picture of the Earth allegedly taken by the Apollo astronauts. Even the way their name is astronauts. Like astronaut. Not happening. In April 16th of 2072. Using a handheld Hazel blad, uh, blade a blad, blad, Hazel blad camera after leaving their alleged orbit of Earth. NASA provided the following description of the picture on the NASA's website where it is posted as follows, quote, Apollo Satan 16 view of the Earth taken with a handheld Hasselblad camera about an hour and a half after translunar injection on April 16th, April 2000, excuse me, 1972, not 2000, 1972. Most of the United States is visible in the right center, including Lake Michigan, Lake Superior, and Florida. Mexico and part of Central America are also visible. The slightly different shade of blue below Florida is the Bahama Banks. The Earth is 2,740 kilometers in diameter, and the North is at roughly 1 o'clock. The problem with the picture is, and that was down the quote, um, and I guess here's the uh, picture number Apollo 16 AS 16-118-18,885. The problem with the picture is that it is a hoax. The description provided by NASA is a complete fabrication. Below is the same picture after it had been adjusted by Adobe Pro Photoshop by increasing the brightness and lowering the contrast. You can see clearly that the picture is manufactured. When the contrast is lowered and the brightness is increased, it reveals an area from which the Apollo 16 image of Earth was cropped by the crater. Oh my gosh, you can see that. After the Photoshop adjustments are made, the area from which the image of Earth was cropped shows up black against a very dark green background. The black area outside the cropped image of Earth is distinct on a computer screen. But it does not show up well in print. 
a white line has been drawn around the black area outside of the cropped image so that it can be seen better in the picture. The cropped line indicates that the image was composed using graphic cropping techniques, which apparently they had long before you and I ever got a hold of it. It is not a photo from the Apollo or Satan capsule. Once NASA realized that their hoax hoax photo of the spherical Earth was detectable in Adobe Photoshop, they replaced the post posted photo with a different one that would not show the cropping line evidence of the photo manipulation. Image 6-6, image Earth alleged from Apollo 16 with brightness raised and contrast lowered, revealing the area from which the image of Earth was cropped. The white line has been added so the crop line can be seen better in print. There are other NASA photos showing the Earth to be a globe. Every one of them is is a fabrication taken from take for instance the image below which was allegedly taken by Apollo 17 by the Apollo 17 crew Apollo once again being Satan they don't even hide that is this the one that has sex in it in the clouds I don't know the alleged photo taken by the Apollo 17 mission to the moon Close the description of the above photo as appears on the NASA website. Quote, Apollo 17 handheld Hasselblad picture of the full Earth. This picture was taken on 7 December 1972 as the spacecraft traveled to the moon, the last of the Apollo missions. A remarkably Cloud-free Africa is in the upper left. Stretching down to the center of the image, Saudi Arabia is visible at the top of the disk, and Antarctica and the South Pole are at the bottom. Asia is on the horizon, is at the upper upper right. Earth is... 2,740 kilometers in diameter. Apollo 17 AS 17 148 22,725. The depiction of the land masses in the picture are wrong. Below is a comparison of the above Earth image with the image provided to Google using the official data from the U.S. government. The data used by Google is constructing and constructing its image of Earth comes from a number of organizations, including the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, NGA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA, NOAA, and the U.S. Navy, all which are U.S. Government agencies controlled by Rome, by the way. 
not just a bunch of Kabbalists and Freemasons and Kabbalistic Jews, but actually Rome itself. The NGA, one of the agencies supplying data to Google, is an intelligence agency within the U.S. military. The NGA describes its mission as follows, quote, the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency has the responsibility to provide the products and services that decision makers, war fighters, and first responders need when they need it most. As a member of the intelligence community, and the Department of Defense, NGA, supports a unique mission set. We are committed to acquiring, developing, and maintaining the proper technology, people, and processes that will enable overall mission success. The geospatial intelligence, or uh, geo... Geonoit... uh, int, geoint, which is uh, G-E-O-I-N-T, is the ex- exploration and analysis of imagery and geospatial information to describe, assess, and visually de- depict physical features in geographically references reference activities on the Earth. The G-E-O-I-N-T consists of imagery, imagery intelligence, and geospatial information, end of quote. The globe in the comparison, the globes in the comparison were lined up precisely in the same altitude. As you can see, however, the depictions in the globes of the land masses are quite different. For example, the upper horizontal line which is drawn continuous to the southernmost tip of Africa on Apollo 17 image on the Apollo 17 image shows that the southern tip of Africa and the Google image falls much further south of the southern tip of Africa and Apollo 17 image and this Apollo 17 image also, the African landmass is depicted much smaller in the Apollo 17 image, in addition to the lower horizontal line, which is drawn continuous, continuous, is drawn continuous to the southernmost tip of Madagascar, and the uh, Apollo 17 image shows that the southern tip of Madagascar falls further south of the horizontal line and the Google image. Also, the land mass of Madagascar is much larger in the Google image. And it's for your 68 comparison of Apollo 17 Earth photo and the image from Google that is based upon official U.S. government and geographical data showing inaccuracies in the Apollo 17 alleged photo. 
In the image below, you can see that the horizontal dimensions of the land masses on each of the two globes do not match either. The Google image has the Africa continent much larger than the Apollo 17 image. You can see the vertical line that is placed contiguous to the westernmost point of Africa of the African continent in Apollo 17 image. Follow that line up and you can see how much larger is the Google depiction of the African continent by the amount of land that is west of the line. <clears throat> and it's got a figure 69. Comparison of the alleged Apollo 17 Earth photograph, the image of the Earth from the from Google that is based upon official U.S. government geographical data showing inaccuracy in the alleged Apollo 17 photo. And of course there's numerous other photos quote-unquote photos, computer-generated imagery. Clearly the alleged photos provided by NASA of the Earth are not real. NASA seems to be running a type of disinformation intelligence operation whose purpose in large part is to convince a global public that the Earth is a globe. It has been the custom for the public and even NASA to call all of the alleged full Earth NASA photos of the Earth blue marbles. Apollo 17 astronauts allegedly took their blue marble snapshot of the Earth on December 7th of 1972. The Apollo 17 blue marble depicted above in this book AS 17-148-22725 is actually one of three separate and virtually identical blue marble photos attributed to the Apollo 17 crew. All three of the photos were allegedly taken between 4, four o'clock and 59 minutes and 5 seconds and Five o'clock and eight seconds, or five hours and eight seconds. Five hours and eight minutes and 14 seconds after launch. The launch of Apollo 17 was at 12.33 a.m. Oh, there's that 33. they got to throw that in there, don't they? EST 5.33 a.m. UTC dash GNT. That would mean that the three marble, blue marble photos depicting the Earth were allegedly taken between 5:32 a.m. and 5:41 a.m. EST, between 10:32 a.m. and 10:41 a.m. UTC dash GMT. The two of the three photos, AS 17-148-22726 and AS 
22,727 have been described by NASA as being taken at approximately 5 hours and 6 minutes after launch. That would put the time of the two pictures at 5.39 a.m. Eastern, 10.39 a.m. UTC-GMT. Since all three blue marble photos of the Earth show identical cloud formations, altitude of the Earth, and certainly NASA would have to claim that they were taken in close succession to one another. The nomenclature used by NASA is sequential. We know, therefore, that AS17-148-22 uh, was the first picture of the three Apollo 17 Blue Marble Earth photos taken. Since NASA, since Santa, since NASA, Santa is another occult name for Satan, by the way, if you didn't figure it out. It's just a scrabbling of Satan. Since NASA must claim that it was taken in close in time to the other two pictures because they are virtually identical, we can infer that the time AS 17-148-227,225 was allegedly taken as being no more than one minute prior to the other two pictures. That would put the time that the AS 17-148-227,225 was taken at approximately 5.38 a.m. EST, 10.38 a.m. UTC-M GMT, excuse me. In any event, a few minutes difference either way will not affect our analysis. Why is the approximate time of Powell 17 blue marble photos important? because the photo depicts a fully lit Earth. Since we can see the entire sunlit half of the Earth, we know that that part of the Earth, oh, that part of the Earth that it is not seen, in, that is not seen is in darkness. The fact proves that Apollo 17 blue marble photo is a fraud. How so? Because Antonio Sabiritz discovered that on December 7, uh, 1972, at approximately 5.38 a.m. EST, 10.38 a.m. UTC-GMT, in India, Europe, and Western Europe, and Western China were in complete daylight. In addition, almost all of South America except for the northern west coast made up in the western part of Ecuador, Colombia, and Venezuela. The westernmost part of Australia were in complete daylight, yet in the Apollo 17 blue marble photo, we can see that none of Europe, western Russia, western China, 
South America and or Australia are visible. They are all on the dark side of the blue marble. A viewer looking straight on to a fully illuminated 180 degree of the globe is able to see every part of the half that is illuminated. The other half of the globe is out of view and most necessarily be in darkness. Indeed, the actual daylight that is experienced each day on the earth proves that all depictions of the spherical earth, including global or, uh, Google, excuse me, are false. If you look at Google's depiction of earth, you will see that at the same altitude as depicted in the blue marble, neither Europe, Western Russia, Western China, South Africa, nor Western Australia are depicted on the Google Earth depiction of the globe. Yet at that time and date, all of those areas should be receiving the sun's light. Indeed, when you compare the sun cast for any day with any correlated altitude of the spherical Earth, you will find it impossible to match the sun's actual illumination of the Earth with the illumination theorized by the spherical model of the Earth. The cast of the sunlight is actually experienced each day can only be manifest on a flat Earth. The spherical Earth is thus shown to be false. In the picture below, we see that the circle indicating the dimensions of the Apollo 17 blue marble superimposed on a map shows the position of the sun and the moon at December 7, 1972 at 10.38 a.m. UTC-GMT. Yep, so just a partial photo of the plane that we live on. The fact that England cannot be seen on the illuminated side of the blue marble proves the fallacy of the globular Earth model. England is on the dark side of the Earth on the Apollo 17's blue marble photo. However, it was 10.38 a.m. UTC-GMT and Greenwich, London, England. Greenwick, I should remember. I should know how to say that. I live there. Anyways, at that at the time of the alleged blue marble photograph, obviously it was daylight in Greenwich, London, England, at eight thirty. Excuse me, ten thirty eight a.m. UTC dash GMT on December seventh, nineteen seventy two, when the Apollo seventeen blue marble photo was allegedly taken. Furthermore, when the blue marble picture was superimposed, or was supposed to have been taken, it was 12.38 p.m. 
in Helsinki, Finley, Finland, clearly at 38 minutes after noon in Helsinki, it was daytime. Yet according to the Blue Marble, Helsinki, Finland is supposed to be in darkness. At the same, at the time the alleged photograph of the Blue Marble was taken, it was 1.38 p.m. in Moscow. It was certainly daylight at that time in Moscow. The Blue Marble, however, has Moscow in complete darkness at 1.38 in the afternoon. Obviously, the Apollo or Satan 17 Blue Marble is simply wrong in its description of the Earth. If the Earth were a sphere, the position of the Sun on December 7th 1972, at 8.38 a.m., UTC-GMT should have created a gibbous Earth and not a full Earth as depicted in Apollo 17 Blue Marble. Additionally, the Blue Marble graphic artist failed to include India in his artwork. <laughs> At the particular altitude, India should be visible on a spherical Earth, but it is completely missing from the blue marble. Some heliocentrists or centrists, so some heliocentrists or Satan centrists, have claimed that the light passes around the globe and would thus illuminate uh, the backside of the globular Earth depicted in Apollo 17 blue marble Earth photo. The problem with the argument is that it is a physical impossibility which could be demonstrated with a ball and a flashlight outside at night. The existence of atmosphere on the Earth would not change this fact. NASA knows this and factors it into the construction of the computer-generated images, the CGI of the spinning Earth. NASA and space agencies from other countries always portray the Earth's terminator as being a boundary line at the 90-degree orientation to the sun because... That is how it must be for all spheres facing a light source. The backside of the globe is a 180 degrees in the dark, with a boundary marked by the terminator. The sunlight side, or sunlit side, in contrast, is covered by 180 degree of sunlight that ends at the terminator. This fact is illustrated in the alleged photo supposedly taken by the Himawari 8 geostationary satellite. The photo below is a screenshot from the alleged time lapse, which is taken at the point when the purported sun has illuminated 180 degrees of the Earth and the Terminator is seen at 90 degree angle to the position of the sun.
the view of the illuminated quarter Earth allegedly taken from the Hamlet Wari 8 geostationary satellite showing that the light cannot pass beyond the terminated line. That is 90 degrees of the sun. The theory that the sun's light can warp around the globe on either side of the terminator beyond 180 degrees is impeached by the physical laws, which the Hymeweri eight animators seem to acknowledge in their CGI of the Earth. Even gibbous depictions of the Earth require a 180-degree split between light and darkness. The gibbous depiction of the Earth are all a matter of perspective created by CGI. Incidentally, in the Himawari him, uh, uh, 8 alleged photo, there is no lights in the cities in the eastern Australia. Don't Sydney and Mal- uh, Melbourne have electricity? Obviously, the uh, I don't know. This is it's spelled two different ways. Hamawari eight uh, Im- imagers uh, image ne- image mirrors image mirrors. How do you pronounce that image? And engineers and engineers forgot to include city lights in their CGI of the Earth. I guess one cannot think of everything when constructing an Earth CGI. The fraud of Apollo 17 blue marble can be clearly understood when one considers just how far from the Terminator on the blue marble where the cities that were supposed to be in darkness on the blue marble, but in fact enjoyed daylight on December 7, 1972 at, at 10.38 a.m. UTC slash GMT. Assuming the Earth is a sphere as depicted by the blue marble on December 7th of 19. 19- 72 at 10.38 a.m. UTC-GMT. Moscow was supposed to be more than a 1,000 miles distance from the Terminator on the spherical blue marble Earth and in darkness and in darkness dropped more than 128 miles on the curve below the horizon from the illuminated portion of the blue marble. On that date and time, Helsinki was supposed to be more than 1,300 mile distance from the terminator of the blue marble and in darkness and in darkness dropped more than 213 miles on the curve below the horizon from the illuminated portion of the blue marble. London was supposed to be more than 1,100 miles distance from the terminator of the blue marble, and in darkness dropped more than 
152 miles on the curve below the horizon from the illuminated portion of the blue marble. Perth was supposed to be more than 1,200 miles distance from the Terminator of the blue marble, and that darkness dropped more than 181 miles of the curve below the horizon from the illuminated portion of the blue marble. Both Lima and uh, Santiago were supposed to be more than 3,000 miles distance from the, the, the terminator of the blue marble and, and in darkness dropping more than 1,135 miles on the curve below the horizon from the illuminated portion of the blue marble. This fantastic distance is from the Apollo 17 Blue Marbles Terminator would have all these cities plunged into darkness, yet each and every one of them was enjoying daylight on December 7, 1972 at 10.38 a.m. UTC GMT. That proves that Apollo 17 Blue Marble is a NASA hoax. The only way that these cities could have been enjoying daylight at that time and date is if the world is in fact flat. Both the Google Earth Globe and the Apollo 17 Blue Marble have similar discrepancies regarding their terminators and the real area covered by the sun. The dimensions of Google Earth, or any globe for that matter, cannot account for the area of daylight that is experienced on the Earth each day. Only the flat Earth accurately explains the area illuminated by the sun. In the 2001 movie, a funny thing happened on the way to the moon, so that's what it's funny, not strange, a funny movie. Uh, Bart Sibrel presents compelling evidence that the Apollo moon landing mission that took place between 1969 and 1972 were elaborated hoaxes. One of the most compelling pieces of evidence is a piece of videotape footage that was inadvertently sent to Sibrel by NASA the videotape shows Apollo astronaut Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Mitch and Michael Collins, excuse me, allegedly in the Apollo space capsule, narrating their view of the moon at a time that they claimed that they were 130,000 miles from Earth and their way to the moon. The problem is that the videotape which was never supposed to be seen by the public, shows the astronauts faking the pictures of Earth by using some sort of transparency against the cabin window. Uh, Matt Bullen states that he was a former NASA operational graphics manager. He worked for years creating photorealistic computer graphics for NASA. He was originally hired by NASA because of his unique skill as an artist at creating images 
that were so realistic they were virtually indistinguishable from the photograph from photographs. NASA saw his potential and decided to bring him in on their secret. Bolin describes a revelation made to him at a party attended by NASA officials, which Bolin considered to be some sort of a initiatory right for him. Initiatory, initiatory right for him. During the party, one of the NASA officials explained to him in detail how the Earth was in fact flat and that NASA's purpose to fool the public into believing that the Earth is instead a round ball spinning and orbiting the sun. Boylan began researching the issue and became convinced that the Earth is in fact flat and that NASA's reason for existence is to remote a false heliocentric globular Earth model. He has since left NASA and exposed their deception. Bolin points to evidence that the Earth images from NASA are manufactured in the time-lapse pictures of the Earth. The clouds remain static without changing their form or position during hours of time lapse. Such an occurrence would be impossible in the real Earth. Wallen states that all photos from the Hubble Space Telescope are NASA hoaxes. Below is a purported picture of the Earth taken on July 6, 2015 and subsequently posted on the NASA website, it is described by NASA as follows, quote, A NASA camera on the Deep Space Climate Observatory satellite has returned its first view of the entire sunlit side of Earth from one million miles away. This color image of the Earth was taken by NASA's Earth Polychromatic Imaging Camera, EPIC, a 4-megapixel CCD camera and telescope. NASA can waste millions on their space launches, yet they use a pathetically anemic 4-megapixel CCD camera. One can search online and find for sale to the general public a 16-megapixel CCD the camera for less than 10,000. Yet NASA sends their alleged deep space climate observatory satellite into space with a camera having a mere 4 megapixel resolution. It seems that NASA is bending over backwards to provide the lowest resolution picture of Earth with which they can get away. Why would they do that? Because it is easier to pull off the spherical Earth myth with low-resolution photographs. The higher the resolution, the more difficult it is to create a realistic globular Earth. Higher resolution will show more detail and hence show signs of artificiality. The picture below is not actually a picture of Earth from space as alleged by NASA. And that's it, figure 
72 photo of the Earth allegedly taken from a camera aboard the NASA Deep Space Climate Observatory from a distance of one million miles. NASA states on its website that the image was made up of three layers of pictures taken during the satellite digital camera, taken using the satellite's digital camera. Quote, the image was generated by combining three separate images to create a photographic quality image. <laughs> the camera takes a series of 10 images using a different narrow band filters from <laughs> ultraviolet to near infrared to produce a variety of scientific products. The red, green, and blue channels image images are used in these colored images, end of quote. NASA admits that the image is a composite, but maintains that it is a composite of three photographic images, all that taken from a million miles away from a digital camera on the Deep Space Climate Observatory satellite. Why was it necessary to take a composite image at all? Why not just take a picture of the Earth? Because there is no deep space climate observatory satellite and the Earth is not a globe. The image is a piece of very clever artwork. NASA knows that the layers in the image would likely be discovered in the future and decides to admit it is a layered image in order to have a plausible reason for the layers. In any event, the claim that NASA, the claim by NASA that the image is an accurate photo of the Earth from space using its Earth polychromatic imaging camera, EPIC, is a demonstrable deception. NASA claims that the image is a composite of three photos of Earth taken from space. In actuality, it is a composite of computer and human generated imagery. What proof is there of that? A professional photographer designer with over 20 years experience using Adobe Photoshop software discovered that NASA's photo was created by using Adobe Photoshop software. The expert inverted the image using Photoshop and discovered Whoever created the photo used a Photoshop round marquee tool. He discovered the distinct stair-step outline, which is unique to the Photoshop software marquee tool, bringing the circumference of the Earth in the NASA photo. The expert also discovered that there were square pixel remnants of the sky clouds and water that were mistakenly left behind underneath the black background applied around the Earth image. There should not be sky clouds and water floating in square pixels in space. The expert professional opinion the expert professional opinion is that NASA reported image or picture of the Earth is not a photo from millions of miles in space, but rather a creation of a graphic artist using Adobe Photoshop software. 
<clears throat> oh yeah, this is it. <laughs> why don't we? Why don't we? Don't need an expert to detect that the July six two thousand fifteen Deep Space Climate Observatory satellite picture is not a candid candid photograph of Earth from space. The image itself contains proof that it is a forgery. If you look at the lower southwest portion of the globe image above, you can see that the graphic artist who drew the clouds drew the in the word S, capital S-E-X, sex, upside down with the image flipped 180 degrees below the word sex and the cloud formation can be seen right side up in the northeast portion of the globe. Figure 73, NASA alleged photo of the Earth flipped 180 reveals sex written in the cloud formation. Oh, boy. It is notable that the word sex in the clouds is written at a 23.4 degree vertical angle, which is supposed, which is the supposed tilt of the globular Earth. Under the heliocentric model, the Satan-centric model. Above the above box drawn around the word sex is the is at precisely 23.4 vertical angle there is no evidence of the supposed 23.4 earth tilt if there is no evidence for it how was that angle arrived at recall that the heliocentrism is a religion, and so you can expect the angle picked for the supposed tilt of the earth to have a religious significance. The high priests of the heliocentric religion do not arbitrarily pick 23.4 degrees. The adjacent horizontal angle to the supposed 23.4 degree tilt of the earth under the heliocentric model is, you guessed it, 66.6. And 90 degrees minus 23.4 degrees equals 666. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 603 scored six. Revelation 13:18. The word "sex" in the cloud is clear evidence that the image, which NASA reports to be a photo of Earth, is an artistic rendition. It is a fiction. Close-up of sex written in the clouds on the image of Earth that NASA claims to be a photo from space. The fraud of NASA is is most evident when comparing one NASA Earth photo with another NASA Earth photo. 
The dimensions of the continents depicted on several of the NASA's alleged Earth photos do not match, which is a dead giveaway that they are fabrications. For example, below is a comparison of NASA's alleged Deep Space Climate Observatory DSCO photo of the Earth taken in July 6, 2015, which is with a composite photo allegedly taken by NASA Earth Observatory Satellite, SUMI and NPP, on January 4, 2012. Notice the glaring differences in the size of North American continent on the two globes. The globes are identical in outer dimensions, yet the North American continent and the Sumi-NPP photo on the bottom is almost twice the size of North American continent and the uh, DSCO photo on the top. That is impossible if the two photos were in fact photos of Earth. The startling differences in the continent size is proof of NASA's disinformation. Living in America. Below is a picture of the Earth that is alleged by NASA to have been taken from the moon by the astronauts during the Apollo 17 mission. To the right of the image is the same image with the output level adjusted upward in Photoshop. With the levels adjusted upward, there is revealed around the image of the Earth a square box. That box is evidence that the image of the Earth was passed on to a black background by a graphic artist. It was not photographed from the space, from the surface of the moon, as alleged by NASA. You can see all these imageries and all this on the internet, YouTube. They're just everywhere. Yeah. Rob Skibitz, I think, was the one who found it. I don't know if he found it, but he certainly put it on the Internet. I don't know if he's the first one to find it or not, but... I don't know, Rob, sometimes. I tried to reach out to that guy, and that guy just... Somebody's supposed to be brother Christ. Not the least bit interested in even talking to me about Christ, let alone anything else, but he's willing to publish... Oh, never mind. May God have mercy on Rob Sky, though. In the name of Jesus Christ. Well, there you go. Um, we are... getting there. My plan on reading this whole book is God willing on the show. And then, um, I don't know what the next book is. Um... I don't know. 
But I, you know, I am a very appreciative of the fact that Edward did this. Edward Hendry, and once again, the name of the book is The Greatest Lie on Earth, proof that our world is not a moving globe. Now, for me, uh, this is just a recap of everything I've learned over the past year and a half, in particular the past year. So it's just, I'm glad that somebody had that capacity and skill to put it in book form. I mean, the pictures are all black and white, but that's okay. It really doesn't matter, because the more you study it, the more you realize you're just a big, just a big fraud, this whole thing of us living on the globe. So anyways, that's the way that is. That's the way it goes. Well, Donaldson, I... Thanks for listening to me. Last time I tried to reach out to you, but it is, as you know, a bunch of F-bombs, so I'm not going to do that. But I hope you're doing okay, man. I do, you know, um, one of these, I do want to talk to you one of these days. I would, would love to talk to you, Donaldson, about uh, if you're the same Donaldson uh, on the ground, what's going on as far as uh, out on the street type of thing, huh? What you're hearing. What you're hearing type of thing. But um, maybe not today. Anyways, everyone take care. God bless who listens to this in the future. And yes, for the next... Until I'm done with the reading books, so it'll probably be a couple of weeks, I plan on reading the whole book, so... The Greatest Lie on Earth. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.